Geeks, and welcome to another episode of Fantastic Geeks. And where to find them? I'm Brizzy Voices. And I'm Tessa Netting. And for today's Be Our Guest episode, we are going to be answering your Ravenclaw-related questions. Remember to submit your Harry Potter-related question for a Ravenclaw riddle. Email us at fantasticgeekspod at gmail.com. And in the subject line, please write your Hogwarts house. Today's submitted questions are from Ravenclaws, or about Ravenclaws. So to help us answer them, even though we're both Ravenclaws, we had to bring in another Ravenclaw, because we just want all the Ravenclaws on our podcast, please. (laughs) Yes, this Ravenclaw is the queen of booktube, and is now a New York Times bestselling author with her debut novel, Again But Better, Miss Lamp Post herself, Christine... I just have to say that I finished your book. I just finished it and I loved it. So Thanks. I had to say that. I had to put that in there. Um, but be, be our guest. Be our guest. Welcome to a podcast. Christine. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. I'm very Thank excited you. to have you here. Can you can you tell us your Ravenclaw story a bit? Like what connection do you have with yeah. the house? And what in your personality do you think makes you a Ravenclaw? Well, my Ravenclaw story, I mean, I feel like none of us really really identified Ravenclaw as Ravenclaw until Pottermore happened. And that's fair. And I, for a while, I was like, I must be Slytherin because I'm not Gryffindor and that's the <laughs> only other thing I can be. Um, I wanted to be different, which I think is a Ravenclaw quality. Yes. yes. I was like, everyone's Gryffindor. It's so boring. I'm evil or something. Wow, me. Um, <laughs> so I took the Pottermore quiz and I got Ravenclaw and I was like, huh. And then you read the description. That was and it. You start to be like, wow, you're kind of right. I do really love learning. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy just knowing things and being able to be like, no, this is this, you know. And um, I am very into just like I I find myself like swerving to be different as in, into adulthood like you just like aim toward the thing that most people aren't doing it's that hipster yeah, nature very you. like individuality yeah. is yeah. so important yeah yeah, yeah. and creativity yeah. and also I'm feel like I'm a weird person so I've always connected on that level and Ravenclaw now is just such a part of me. <laughs> it's I promote it all the time. Like, if you're a Ravenclaw, you know, stand up and be your Ravenclaw. Because a lot of people still in the mainstream are like, what the hell is Ravenclaw? <laughs> I was like, I'm just a Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah. No, it's yeah. true. Yeah. It's so true. It's because now people finally are realizing Hufflepuff because of Fantastic Beasts. But still, there's still no, like, main character that's a Ravenclaw in yeah. I know. Harry it's Potter sad, really thing yet. It's sad. And people are like Luna Lovegood and I'm like no 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 she's a side character I know okay she she appears in like two of the books I mean she's there but she's yeah. in two not, of the books two of the books she's like kind of there there exactly <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. exactly mm-hmm. I agree also Christine as a Ravenclaw what are your opinions on the other Hogwarts houses because I'm curious is there like one that you're more compatible with like dating wise friend wise like what other houses do you interact with and what are your thoughts it's interesting because I I I love puffs. I think they're great. My brother's a puff. My boyfriend's also a puff. Um, but 
And I thought that I didn't know any Gryffindors, but my best friend ever from college, she has like evolved into a Gryffindor. That is me. Yeah. I didn't realize I was friends with so many Gryffindors. Yeah. (laughs) I was shocked. I like looked at them and I was like, wait a second. There's a lot of Gryffindors here. Yeah. And one of my other best friends, Jesse, is a Gryffindor. It's just I didn't realize it because I always think of them as kind of annoying in just (laughs) in my head. (laughs) Right. I've grown to think of them as just. Yeah, <laughs> like the typical classic jocks. Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. I yeah. find that when I'm around Gryffindors, like they kind of suck the energy from from me a little bit. Like afterwards, I have to be like, Whew, "Okay, all right, yeah, yeah." But like, they don't the ones that I'm friends with, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So it's just like there's no, a, there's a wide yeah. span. And right. my best friend, the Gryffindor, is very Hermione. Mm. She's like that type of Gryffindor. That makes and sense. You think you forget when you're now classifying people that Hermione is a classic Gryffindor too. You have to just there's a wide span just in every single house. Yeah, one of my my best college friend Brittany Holzer is a uh, Hermione Gryffindor a hundred percent. Like she is. Like very soft spoken, but like such a good conversationalist and so like willing to like put herself out there and all yeah. that jazz, but also just loves reading and comics. And but I think stuff. the like Ravenclaw Gryffindor dynamic is that sometimes a Gryffindor can like suck out your energy, but other times like they can give you like that and they can also like sort of give yeah. you the power and, yeah. and the encouragement, yeah. the encouragement, yeah. kind of like that sort of thing. Yeah, that the you push just need. you need. Yeah, sometimes exactly. To do stuff that sounds scary. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. <laughs> 100%. And like Slytherins in general, I well, I feel like I have this ingrained prejudice against Slytherin, and I like to make jokes about how they have evil nature. But I mean, I know a lot of Slytherins, so yeah. like, and they're fine. They're great. Like, it's just that Harry Potter has made it the joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That they're evil. Do you know so. what your secondary house is? Um, it might be Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't... I've taken the test that has all the questions and I can't remember the percentages. I just know, I remember that Hufflepuff was the least percentage, which was kind of weird because I feel like that sounds like I'm mean or something. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, wow, Hufflepuff is just not me at all. What are your like secondary houses? Um, My secondary switches between Hufflepuff and Slytherin and then I'm not Gryffindor at all, which is like so bizarre to me. Gryffindor is very small for me too. It was like, I think it was big on the Ravenclaw and and then Slytherin. Yeah. But I can't remember now. I have to do it again. Yeah, Slytherin is always my second. Um, I feel like with the full quiz, it depends on the day. Sometimes Hufflepuff is the last, sometimes Gryffindor is the last, but like personally identifying wise, like Gryffindor characteristics are like the last place for me. Like there's none of that. I feel like none of that is in me. Yeah. Right. I I don't know. I feel like from day to day, maybe I'll switch with like my secondary I think it's because (laughs) Ravenclaws are so like our, we can just change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Adaptability is very. Our adaptability. Mm -hmm. So it's like sometimes we're feeling this. Sometimes we're feeling, (laughs) you know. Okay. Christine, let's move on to our Ravenclaw riddles. Are you ready to answer the Ravenclaw questions. Totes. Yes. Okay. First question comes from Taya. Hi, Tessa and Brizzy and Christine. Me, Taya, and my friends, Ava and Chelsea, are fellow geeks and Ravenclaws. And we not only love reading, but writing. So my question for you is, if you could rewrite, remove, or add anything to the Harry Potter books, what would it be? Thanks so much, you guys. Help me embrace my inner geek. And you make my day so much better. Taya. 
Ooh, I know my answer. Fifth book. Rewrite it. <laughs> Harry is so annoying. <laughs> I hate Harry in that book so much. I talk about it, but I can't help it. It drives me insane. I used to hate him in that book. You like him now? <laughs> now I find it hilarious. Oh my god, I can't. Stand have you him. gone back and reread it recently? I have. And you still hate him. I, I had to put down the book. <laughs> I just find that it's just that a quintessential 15-year-old state of mind. Yeah, and but it's, like, annoying. Like, I look at Harry as my son now when I'm reading, so I'm like, oh, my God, you're so annoying. <laughs> now I enjoy making fun of him. That's fair. Um, but I did hate it when I was reading it. It was too real. You yeah. Know? It was just you felt so much FOMO for him the whole time. Like, yeah. Dumbledore, be his dad like you usually are. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I think I would also in the fifth book want to find Sirius in the veil. I always wanted to explore yes. that more. Some explanation <gasps> of the veil. Exploring the veil. Yeah. Is the veil like do you jump to a different dimension? Is he just the ghost yeah. world or something? Yeah. They send someone in there like an astronaut. Or Harry. Yeah. What if Harry like went in there? Well, if he died, it would probably be bad. But, like, he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Harry comes Defeat back. Defeat Voldemort he's like and Jon Snow. He's like Jon Snow. He just comes back to life. Or maybe he's tied to this world because Voldy has already taken some blood. So it'll be okay. Yeah, he'd be heaven. fine. <laughs> but, yeah, I want to know Vale stuff, too, man. <sighs> so That's fascinating. one of those questions. Like, we need an answer for it. Mm-hmm. I agree. What about you? But Busy? maybe it's supposed to be symbolic of like the afterlife. The You'll just never know. I know that's what Joe says. <laughs> <laughs> but like, why is it in the Hall of Mysteries? Because it's a mystery. Yeah, but like, we want a mystery. The greatest we mystery need to solve of all. It. Death. Death. <laughs> no. We need to send someone. Oh, like in Stranger Things, you need to send them like on a Ooh, string so you can like. Down. Pull That's what them I imagined out. when you said astronaut. Yeah. Like a little. I was tether. just imagining him in like an astronaut suit, but like we need a tether. <laughs> I, I didn't think that all the way through. <laughs> that is great. Let's write it. I in. just I just want to send a ghost in there and see what happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can send Moaning Matt. Huh? <laughs> oh my God, she he would be <laughs> should come back with some great feedback. Yeah, so I feel like this person teased me. <laughs> I love the idea that the veil was like invented or discovered or worked on as like a means for ghosts who decided to stay and then regret it for them to pass on. Ah, I love that. But it's such an ancient thing that I don't know if that's the case. Right. But, we just don't know. Uh, what would I rewrite, remove, or add? Ooh. Oh, I have another thing I always <laughs> wanted to add. I wanted there to be an American at Hogwarts. Oh, that's like, like, an always, exchange student. Yes, that's what I always Study wanted. Abroad. I wrote my own fan fiction called Harry Potter and the American <gasps> Girl. Wait. <laughs> yeah. You know what they should have done? Harry should have done an exchange student at Durmstrang or right? something. That's what I I mean like we then needed a an year abroad oh wait what about harry potter goes to america yes <laughs> that's more fun yes elva morning elva morning please we write that joe <laughs> see that's what we needed just like a little excursion abroad just like the secret seventh year when he went back to do his graduate's degree at hogwarts like what if what if like when he was hunting for these horcruxes they should have been at the magical schools the other schools instead of randomly in the middle of nowhere in the ah. rocks because like wouldn't tom riddle what do that he actually would actually have to travel the world yeah, yeah that'd be 
fun. Also, then we'd know so many other houses. Yeah, and so many other so places. Other, so many other quizzes we could take. <laughs> if he had really geographically spread them out more, it would have been a lot harder to kill him. Yeah. It really would have, Voldemort. And I, it just would have been more interesting because I did not like the whole camping thing. That was too much for me. I loved it. You yeah. love the camping? I did not mind I it. love seven part one, too. Like, I love that movie. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I can't. And then last thing I would change is Albus Severus's middle name. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> but it has such a ring to it. Oh, Albus Severus. I was just recently thinking that, like, when I get a dog, I might call him Severus to try to, like, turn the name Severus around. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. I mean, I would have named my dog Anakin, so <laughs> they could be friends. Yours is worse. <laughs> yeah, mine's so much worse. But it doesn't, it sounds better, though. It does. But Anakin? Yeah. yeah but I can Severus. call him, like, Sev? Severus. No, I think I want it full. <laughs> Severus. <laughs> Please. <laughs> This episode of Fantastic Geeks is brought to you by Arm & Hammer. You know what I love? I love cats. I love every kind of cat. I just want to hug all them, but I can't, can't hug every cat. I can't hug every cat. But the cat that I can hug is my cat, Luna. I love her little cat face and her little cat mouth and her white fur and her pink ears and her pink paws. Oh, I love those little toe beans. But you know what I don't love? Cleaning up Luna's stinky litter box. It is the worst. Which is why Arm & Hammer created new cloud control litter. There's no stinky cloud of nasties when I scoop. It is 100% dust-free, free of heavy perfumes, and helps reduce airborne dander from scooping. So what happens in the litter box stays in the litter box. You hear that, Luna? New Cloud Control Cat Litter by Arm & Hammer. More power to you, and more power to your cat. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about cats again. I just love them. Thanks, Arm & Hammer. Next question comes from Shelby. Hi, Tessa and Brizzy and Christine. My name is Shelby, and I am a nearly 50-50 Ravenpuff, but slightly more Ravenclaw. Brizzy was one of my first YouTube channels I ever watched, and through her, I got into Tessa. Harry Potter is such a big part of my life, and it helps me feel like I belong. You helped me to become the diehard fan that I am, and I thank you for it. I love your podcast, and here is my Ravenclaw riddle. So, my younger sister, nine, is a self-proclaimed Hufflepuff with a secondary house as Gryffindor, and she loves loves the Ravenclaw colors and aesthetic so much that she keeps her tablet background as the Ravenclaw emblem. It annoys me to no end. I feel like she's doing it purely to bother me now. What do I do? An annoyed Ravenclaw, Shelby. That's that's a very Ravenclaw thing. Maybe like, she isn't. She is doing it purely to annoy. I her. think she is. Yeah. I mean, she's your sister. That's what they do. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that would annoy me so much. I probably wouldn't care but maybe she's trying to be like her sister yeah maybe that's what's happening yeah she emulates her and wants her to be like oh my god wait 
are you like me, you know, in Bond on the Ravenclaw scale? Oh, right. That yeah, makes sense for a nine-year-old. <laughs> it could, it's like, it depends if the nine-year-old is like doing it from a good place or a yeah. bad place. Because it could be it for could me be either, either extreme. Oh my gosh, because when you're nine, like my sister was so annoying to me sometimes. When me Like too. she would do specific things that she knew I hated just to like push my, and she would totally do this. She would totally have done the same thing. I'd be like, you're not a Ravenclaw. And she'd be like, Yes, I am. And I'd be like, oh. Look at my background. Yeah. It means I'm a red <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. The best thing you can do is just ignore it. Yeah. Like, it's just I, hard. I get being annoyed, but like... Just, just be happy that there's more Ravenclaw out there in the world, even if it's not... <laughs> she's not a real Ravenclaw. It's still like spreading the word of Ravenclaw. Yeah. <laughs> or spreading you can word. be annoying and take the laptop and be like, oh, I guess this is mine now because it has Ravenclaw on it. And <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Next question comes from Kara or Kara. Hi, Brizzy and Tessa and Christine. My friend says she has read all of the Harry Potter books, but I know she hasn't. She's only on page two of the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> Please help me. I don't know what I should do. Should I confront her? P.S. I love your podcast. I'm 10 years old and I'm halfway through the Deathly Hallows. Most of my friends are Gryffindor. Hashtag only Ravenclaw. Hope you read this. Lots of love from Kara or Kara. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so funny. It's funny because it's kind of similar to the last one. It's like this friend or, or sibling is like doing this thing that is like not, it doesn't line up with the reality and, and Ravenclaws <laughs> don't like that. I hate that. Yeah, so when people say that they've read all the Harry Potter books and they haven't, it's just like, no, no, no. You're wrong, though. You don't <laughs> really know what happens in book seven because it's not like the movie. I just <laughs> love how she's like, she's only on page two. Like, yeah. She knows the exact well, page. Yeah, the way you want to deal with this, it depends because you don't want to put her off of reading true, the rest. True. You want her to yeah. continue. So like maybe she intends to and you could just monitor her <laughs> and make sure she doesn't yeah. stop. Maybe read with her and yeah. be like, we can read chapters together and then talk about them after That's like a fun, fun thing I feel like if it were me like every time she says that she's read them all I'd be like yeah I'm so excited for you to finish like I would just <laughs> say it that like, way yeah what page are you on <laughs> yeah yeah that that can sometimes be that too. person like what part are you at <laughs> yeah you could like mention something that she might not know just like pretend then... that instead of saying she read all them she's like I'm in the middle of reading them right, right. now. Yeah. Just like she, pretend she said that. She might that. be delicate about it because maybe she's a little insecure about yeah. it. Yeah, that's finish. true. That's true. But if she does continue to insist that she has, be like, okay, I challenge you to do a round of trivia about <laughs> book six and seven. That's oh such a Ravenclaw thing. <laughs> I challenge you to trivia. I will test your knowledge on book five. Do you mind taking this test I wrote last period? <laughs> <laughs> circle your head I would so do that oh my gosh that's so funny that's like my mom I, my mom lied to me and said that she read the first book and she never read it oh my god I was like for my birthday mom I want you to read the first book and the thing that she did she would be out on our like late this was when I was in high school she'd be at our lake house like on the dock pretending to read it and would have a book underneath oh my so I thought she was reading it but she was reading something else and my mom's like, I'm not a Slytherin. I'm like, okay. Yes, you are. What a scandal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. And she's still, she's like, I just couldn't get through it. I was like, but why go to the length of like yeah. lying to me? Yeah, I cannot. No. Mother. I know, especially like when you're younger, it really gets your hopes up. Because right? You, if your mom doesn't read it, you just have to explain to her the entire plot in detail. Right. And be like, so what did you think, mom? <laughs> oh, man. But she like, she likes the movies. She's seen all the movies and she's like, I know the movies. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's nice. At least right. she knows the movies. That's what I mean. Yeah. So it's my like, dad's it's always okay. like, the one with the troll, remember? And I'm like, that's the first movie, dad. Yeah. My dad is obsessed with Goblet of Fire mostly because of the Durmstrang ship coming out of the water. He just like thinks that's the coolest thing in the world. That's He's amazing. like, you know what we watched the other night? You know what was on TV? <laughs> like the Harry Potter movie with the ship. <laughs> Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> the ship movie. Oh, I love it. We all love to refresh our snack drawers, but when's the last time you refreshed your sock drawer? And if you can't remember, it's probably time for an upgrade. Bomba socks are made with comfort innovations like arch support, a seamless toe, and a cushioned footbed. All socks speak for super comfortable. They come in hundreds of colors and styles, making them perfect for adults of all genders and kids. Bomba socks have been a game changer for me personally, not only in daily sock wear, but especially on flights. I have been traveling so much this summer with Madrid and London and Indianapolis, and my feet have been so grateful for the nonstop comfort and softness these socks provide. And for every pair of socks you buy, Bombas will donate a pair to someone in need. Bombas are what feet daydream about. Buy your Bombas at bombas.com slash geeks today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash geeks for 20% off. Bombas.com slash geeks. Thank you, Bombas. Next question comes from Victoria, who said, Hi, I'm Victoria, and I love your podcast. You guys are the most positive people, and you make me so happy. So my Ravenclaw riddle is about boggarts. Say your biggest fear isn't something you can see. For example, mine is natural disasters or a painful death. So how would my <laughs> boggart change into that? Thanks so much. Oh Keep making God. people happy. It could change into a murderer with a knife. Oh, my God. It's like, yeah, yeah. this is the stuff I want to see. <laughs> Yeah. I like want to see what it can change yeah. into because it's what that represents in yeah. your mind, like yeah. at that like moment. Your vision of what a painful mm-hmm. death would be. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be like a tornado or like a huge tidal wave or something. Or like yeah. a comet. Yeah. So or <laughs> but a man with a knife. Would a huge yeah. tidal wave be huge or would it be like a little wave in the room? You know, like would it be boggart size? I think it'd be ceiling size. I think sized. it would be like the whole ceiling. Like because we see something like this in Crimes of Grindelwald when it turns into a desk. Like, right. he's afraid of a desk job. And you're kind yeah. of like, what do you mean a desk? Yeah. <laughs> he's not afraid yeah. of a desk. Right, it's right. It's different. So. But that's like, it's what like it having to, to deal with the physicality of the of desk, sitting. which represents yeah. the desk job. And even with. Job. What's her name? Lita. Mm-hmm, when it's the... just, it's kind of not fear. It's the fear of someone finding out or the right, guilt. Or something. Right. Yeah. It's like her biggest fear is her guilt. Yeah. Or is it like people finding out? Yeah. Or... yeah. But that's kind of the same thing here. Like, yeah. how is it going to be represented? And what, how is yeah, it going to whatever physically? you yeah. see in your mind. Right. Yeah. Uh, I want to sit in on that class and yeah. watch everyone's fears. So just like, if you have an obscure fear, please stand in line. Yeah. We're doing research. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Ravenclaws are just in the corner, <laughs> yeah. like taking notes. It's like, oh, fascinating. Or it could be like a Dementor. 
which is like right. what you fear is fear itself. Oh, and Harry, like, I hated depression that. I hated that. I was annoyed. <laughs> I was like, come on, Harry, you fear death. I feel like it would just change. It's such a Harry fear, though, you know? Yeah. Gryffindor thing. It is a Gryffindor. My fear is fear itself. <laughs> like, you could just... I'm like, no, Harry. Because at the time, I accept it because you're just learning about Dementors, so it's kind of new. Right. It makes sense. It's on your mind. Yeah. yeah. I, feel, I feel like it's whatever painful death you're afraid of at the time that's fair that's fair because like he did recently like run into all the dementors and he's having issues yeah maybe he is a little afraid of them they are scary can your bogart change it can yeah it can absolutely yeah Yeah. remember mrs weasley's just changed like every kid over in her husband and that was horrifying yeah Yeah. dang oh my god that would be my guess it's just a thing that could kill you painfully right yeah i'm just picturing like the guy from halloween with a knife (laughs) yeah yeah. Scary. Very scary. It's kind of, it reminds me of um, Divergent in the oh, yeah, Fear the Landscapes. Yeah. I would never want to do that. Oh, I, I wanted to. <laughs> when I, I oh like, when I read that book, you I was would like, never, how many fears do you think you have? I feel like I'd be in there forever with like a hundred fears. <laughs> I'd just be battling a big snake. <laughs> oh That's God. it. I'd be like covered I'd, in bugs. I would, like I'd be. <laughs> oh, see, I'd just be like Harry and like battling the basilisk or something. Like that would be it. So your fear is fear itself. <laughs> no, snake. <laughs> okay, next question comes from Alice. Uh, what has banks but no money, can run but has no legs? That's the first part. <laughs> What's the answer? Wait, that's the first part? That's the first it part. She's, banks, she wants us to no answer money. and then the answer's at the bottom. Oh, I accidentally read the answer because I was looking for her name. So I can I run but what? Okay, Christine. Yes. <laughs> You have to get into the common room. Are you ready? Okay. What I, I'm going to fail. <laughs> what has banks but no money can run but has no legs? Oh, man. For a second, I was going to say a pig, but he has legs. <laughs> he has hooves. Do they count as legs? <laughs> Pigs have banks? Oh, piggy, piggy bank. bank. <gasps> but piggy banks have money. Yeah. <laughs> well, but he's not a bank. He's a pig. It's just that piggy banks exist. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'd end up sitting outside the Ravenclaw common room so often. I feel like I would too. I'd be like, f- have an answer like that, and I'd be arguing. Christine with that would be like, I'd have a debate. A legless pig. <laughs> and they'd be like, well, all right. After it a while. Bangs, but no money, and it can run. Yeah. But what about um, a president? I mean, a, a political person. <laughs> A politician. They have lots of money. Oh, uh, well, what if it's a broke politician? With no legs. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know the no, answer? Try, try to think of more like other meanings. <laughs> other meanings of bank and run. Like what? Oh, a river. Yeah. yeah! <laughs> Woo! Got it. Got oh, it. God. There was a riddle like that in Turtles All the Way Down, and I got it like the second it happened. And but this one, no, no. Oh. <laughs> when Joe proposed to me, he had all these different riddles. That I, I, had. I watched the video I and I found it hilarious. It, <laughs> it was so sweet, though. I was like, I need Brizzy's help. <laughs> like, I can't do this. And also, like in the moment, you're just like feeling the pressure right? to get it, and 
so everything just exits your mind. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I cannot do this. Um, and then the second part. Also, my friends think I'm a true Hufflepuff and a Wampus, but I'm a Ravenclaw and a Thunderbird. Oh. What do I do if they don't believe me? I love your podcast and I'm going to Cursed Child. <laughs> Great, great. Love that for you. <laughs> the best. Okay, so they think that that's a really specific thing. Like, you're a Hufflepuff and, and a Wampus. Yeah, that doesn't usually They're happen. I'm kind of just trying to sort them into the worst, worst quotation oh. houses. I feel mm, like they're trying to make right. fun of you. They're calling you the Jerry of their friend group, right. which is obscure. Parks and Rec. Right. Reference. But doesn't it sound like that? It does. That makes more sense. It's like they're calling <laughs> the like, ones Puck that... But, like, is totally the Ilvermorny house of, like... What are you saying? I'm a Puck Wudgie. But, Why like, it's a it's dumb name. It's, like... And it's kind of, like, friggin' Puck Wudgie. I feel like Wampus just sounds like a bodybuilder annoyance to me. Nah. Like, I like Wampus just because Ezra Miller kept saying Wampus Cat. So it makes me, like, really happy. That Wampus Cat is so weird. I forget what was so weird about it, but I remember being like, Ooh. it's got like lots of legs or something. Yeah, it's, it's like a bug cat. <laughs> Which is probably why it I is, think it's the worst. It house. is a bug cat. It is a bug cat. So, what do you do if your friends keep insisting? You buy lots of gear that supports your actual house and wear it every day to school. <laughs> That's actually what I would do. <laughs> Do you know, I have a really specific story, but back in middle school during American Idol, when it was Clay Aiken versus Ruben Studdard, I was like team Clay Aiken and my friends were like team Ruben Studdard. And it was like a battle, like every week we were like, and then when Clay lost, I was like, mom, I can't go to school. <laughs> I, I can't like, face the I shame. Was, I was like, I can't do it. I can't. She's like, you have to. You have. So I wore... A four oh like his number, Ruben Sutter's number on my shirt as a sign of peace. And I was like I was like, I I you won. <laughs> oh my and lord. And I was just, like oh really dramatic about it. And but it was like for me, so I understand like wearing like your pride. Yeah. And showing it. Yeah. I mean, like what else why else would they be doing this to you except to annoy you? They are. They're doing it to annoy you. You could shake it off, shake it off, shake it <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah. Just Keep living your Ravenclaw and Thunderbird life. You're clearly an adventurous individual. Yeah. You know? This is what you do. You put on your Ravenclaw gear, you choreograph a dance to shake it off, you turn on the music, and then you perform. <laughs> what an amazing solution. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, of course. You set up a talent show just for this. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is, that is the Ravenclaw thing to do, for sure. Next question is from Paige. Hi, I am Paige and I am a Ravenclaw. I love you too. My question is, if the Harry Potter books existed but there was no golden trio at all, what would the story be about? What would the fandom be like today? And how would the story change the perspective of the characters that we know? Stay okay. awesome. Okay, so I'm guessing that Harry is still in this. Oh, no. I'm ex Wait. assuming none of them oh. exist. I'm ex Wait, none of them exist? I think that, like, Harry, I think that they're just not friends. Is it still called Harry Potter? Oh. <laughs> right, that's what I interpret. Yeah, like, they were put in different houses or friends, something? Yeah, yeah like, like put there's in different no houses. Trio. Yeah, there's no, like, friendship oh. between them. So Harry, like, has to be friends with someone else. 
or okay. Harry just fails at everything without <laughs> Hermione. Okay. You can answer the question that way. I'm going to answer it my way. Okay. okay. I think that Harry and Draco would become lovers. Oh, and Lord. Oh, Harry. <laughs> I'm a big jury shipper. So, so in this, in your version, this is Harry's and Slytherin. Yeah. Harry's Hermione's and Slytherin. And Ravenclaw. Yep. And, and Ron's and Hufflepuff. But wouldn't okay. Harry still be like, not Southern, not Southern. Oh, wait. No, not Ron if, told him to do that. No, that's what I mean. If Draco would have been like nice to him and they would have like hit yeah. it off, like Whoa. he would have been in Slytherin. Everything would change. They'd have like snakes and Harry would talk to them all. And Harry would be like, and they'd just be like walking down with their snakes. Harry would be like wearing a shirt that says the chosen one at all times. <laughs> <laughs> he would. I, I think it would be different. I think it would be more like Marauder-y and I feel like Harry would like bring out the good in Draco. Oh, I was thinking like, would it be more Marauder-y in that Harry's a bully? <laughs> oh, I don't think I don't think Harry would be bad. I think he would make actually Draco better because he'd be like, oh, I'm cool. I'm hanging out with like Harry Potter. Me and Harry Potter are like the best. It'd be more like James and Sirius mm. where they, they're still obnoxious, yeah, but it's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like they wouldn't be bullies because I don't okay. think Harry could be a bully. You don't think Harry would be moved by Draco more than Draco would be more moved by Harry? I think Harry. I think Draco's always been affected by Harry. Yeah. You know, he's yeah, like obsessed he with Harry. They <laughs> okay. both are obsessed with but each other. But then bigger question, how does that affect the fight against Voldemort? I think it affects it a lot. I think would Harry they turn is, the whole Slytherin house against Voldemort? I think it would. That's what I mean. I feel like Slytherin house would be the one that like defeats Voldemort Ooh. not like which is more interesting in my opinion it than is. like I actually want to delve into like outlining <laughs> what this would look like yeah, right? like you know you know that Harry Potter fanfic that's like if Harry was sorted into Ravenclaw right. we need the Slytherin version right. which I, I'm sure exists but we need like a good one right I think that'd be more interesting because it's like oh this is how like being in Slytherin like Tom Riddle represents like the bad side of it but Harry being in Slytherin that would really explore the other side of Slytherin right so yeah Harry has this natural leadership quality mm -hmm. to him so he'd end up leading them down the path he thinks is right right exactly which yeah we'd have to analyze like how Slytherin would affect that yeah but it'd be so interesting hopefully still want Voldemort dead because only one can live while the oh, other Oh, yeah, survives. no, I, I think that he would still want him yeah. dead, but I think that he would, like, sort of turn Slytherin house, which I think would be cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to imagine that it's exit as if the Golden Trio, Harry, Ron, Hermione, don't exist. Okay. So Neville's going to be the chosen one. Okay. He's going to go through the Ooh. story as Harry, mm -hmm. and then his two friends would be Ginny and Luna? probably Luna. Luna. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, Dean Thomas, if it's all like Gryffindors, but um, <laughs> hey, hey, I just love how you're just like, hey, hey Dean, get over here, <laughs> not Seamus, but, but yeah, Luna, <laughs> not Seamus, he would f, f up everything. He but, would, yeah, Luna and Ginny would be cool. Luna Seamus and Ginny would be, be the, the new best. Neville. Hmm? Oh, Seamus would be the new Neville. Yeah, he would. He would. <laughs> I kind of like Neville with like uh, Ginny and Luna. Mm -hmm. I think that they would be good together. And then Luna and Ginny would get together. Yes, 100%. 100%. They'd be the Harry, the oh, Ron and Hermione. I always thought that they were like so much better. I like this. I this never is very liked, interesting. Yeah, I was never a Ginny and Harry person. So I was. So you were saying Harry doesn't exist in Yeah, Harry well. like wow. died or whatever. Okay, do we think Neville could do it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he could, especially yeah. with help from Ginny and Luna. Well, are Ginny. Ginny and Luna as smart as Hermione Granger. 
No, but they have their own, you know, ways of dealing with things yeah. and getting through it. It wouldn't. Yeah, it would be, be difficult. Yeah, yeah, it would be more yeah. difficult for but sure. Hermione's always like ten steps ahead, and she doesn't even realize it until true. we realize it. <laughs> true, very true. Yeah, but I like it. I like it. I feel like um, in this world, Harry would get to school and then die. <laughs> just immediately like just like there'd be a troll in the bathroom and like he'd go after it and then it just wouldn't be hermione it'd be someone else but he'd go anyway and he'd just die you just think that like without hermione harry just would not she wouldn't there were so many instances where he would just die (laughs) like ron does stuff too sometimes he takes it for the team when like Harry has to go do something. Like, just at the first, the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. They would have died in the Devil's Snare. Right, right. And he still would have gone. Harry would have been like, oh, I have to save it. I have to do it all by myself. I'm 11. And then that makes me capable. So you think he wouldn't try to find other friends? He'd be like a loner? Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I mean, that's what the question says to me. Like, yeah. if Harry was a loner. Right, If they right. weren't a friends. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, Harry like wants to be a loner most of the time. He's it like, definitely oh, I need to be alone. <laughs> Let me breathe. <laughs> I'd be alone with my dark thoughts. <laughs> I hate my friends. <laughs> Luna, uh, you can stand near me. Okay, next question. Uh, this question comes from Alexander, who says, Hey guys, my name is Alex. I have a confession. I cannot stand watching the Harry Potter movies. I am a huge, huge, huge Harry Potter fan, and I've read the books many times. I love this universe with all of my heart. However, as a person that struggles with clinical OCD, many weird things cause anxiety for me. When I read the books, I have a perfect image in my head of how everything looks, feels, etc. So when I watch the movies, every inconsistency, large or small, drives me nuts. Therefore, I can't stand to watch them. Don't get me wrong. I love, there's so many things I love about the movies and most of the casting is spot on, except Michael Gambon. Many would not consider me a true fan though because I won't and can't watch the movies. I just want everything to be perfect and I wish I didn't. Help me. Thanks guys. Love the podcast. Oh, thanks Mm. Alex. This is hard because this is, it sounds like it is a clinical, like, right. if, it, if it is related to your OCD, like, I feel like you have to get a handle on that in other parts of your life, whether yeah. that's medication or therapy or something like yeah. that. I don't know if there's, like, a very simple answer to that, uh, advice-wise. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, like, you can just say you watched them. <laughs> just lie! I mean, if it really is bothering you, like, are they gonna really detective and make sure that you detective? did? <laughs> yeah. Are they gonna solve the mystery? I mean, you already know everything. You, you know. know yeah. I, I think it could help, um, if you just imagine it as like a fan fanfic, fiction, yeah, it's like an interpretation, I mean, a rewrite. It's not yeah. canon I mean, that at all. What That's is. what I think. Yeah. I don't think the movies are canon at all. The only yeah. thing for me, Harry Potter canon, the only thing that's canon for me are the books. Yeah. Everything else is like fun. Like, oh, this is fun. Do this fun in the world, this fun in the world. Like, I think just growing up reading fan fiction, that's just always been like the case for me. But so many people are like, no, this is canon. This is canon. Like, you're only a fan if you've read this or like this or don't like this. And I hate that. Yeah. I mean, I don't read fan fiction because it does like mess with my head. So I don't do that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the movies are their own like separate version that Joe has accepted because 
she has. Like, yeah. I feel like she wouldn't have given them the reins if she didn't trust mm-hmm. them. So that's how I justify the changes when yeah. there are changes. I'm like, well, it's just the movie and yeah. I think it looks great and it's fun. And you just got to put it in a yeah. totally different box in your brain. Yeah. It's oh, a yeah. Box. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, but I just hate people that are like, oh, like if you just like Cursed Child and that's like the first thing you like, you're like, oh, you're not a Harry Potter fan. That's ridiculous. It's like, yes, you are. <laughs> if you, just you enjoy, it in a new way. yes. Yeah. Like, this new game, Wizards Unite, like someone could just start playing that and then they could turn into a Harry Potter fan yeah. because of that. That's cool. so crazy. That's so cool. It's, it's I like love a whole new it. Generation can be introduced, right? To this way. Yeah. That's like I know that there's gonna eventually be like a Harry Potter TV series. Like it's just when I am things, so excited for that day. I know whenever <laughs> that day happens, man. Whenever it com- I feel like well, it should come in the next ten years. I think it will. You know, I like, think it will. We're getting around to that time, the and it will old. be a Ravenclaw lead. <laughs> Harry Potter is a Ravenclaw now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Christine, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thank you for having me. It was great. Yay. Yay. Where can our geeks find you on the internet? On the internet. Um, I'm on YouTube as Poland Bananas Books. Poland, like the country, bananas, like the fruit, and then books. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Xteen May on Twitter. I'm very not good for branding like I have different <laughs> names on every platform but they're all in the description they're so. all there somewhere yeah you'll find the links yeah you can and can you tell us a little bit about your book yeah again but better yeah so my book's called again but better <laughs> as in try that again but better um and it's a rom-com coming of age story about a college student named Shane who's having a really hard time and she decides that she's going to try college again but better by studying abroad with a whole new group of friends and she comes with a list of like things she wants to do that she didn't do in college before like she's had no romantic encounters and she doesn't have any friends and uh, she wants to start over and try again and we go from there. (laughs) Yeah, like it's such a big thing like knowing that you're going to a new place where no one knows you and you're like, I can be whoever I want. They don't know who I've been up until this point. Yeah, and you really have to like mentally prep yourself too to really do that or else you'll just fall into the same things that you've done before. So she goes and she's like, okay, I'm going to be outgoing. I'm going to talk to people. And she just like keeps repeating it. And yeah, no, it's such a rom-com. It's super easy read. Like that's one of the things that I wanted to be accessible to people who don't usually read and like hopefully help them get into reading because reading is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What house do you think Shane is in? Shane's a puff. Amazing. Yes. Yes. 100%. Love a puff protagonist. And the love interest is a Slytherin. Totally. Yes. Slytherin puff story. Yeah, it really is a Slytherin and puff story. You know what I didn't realize till I was on my book tour, like, sorting these characters? I didn't really make a Ravenclaw character in this book. Wow. Oh, yeah, you did. I can't believe it. It was not intentional. Like, her best friend ends up being a Gryffindor. I mean, maybe, what was that other friend? Sarah? Yeah. Yeah, that's the only one that she could be one. Yeah. But she might lean towards Slytherin. Maybe I don't know. She seems like the lawyer that would be a uh, Ravenclaw. Yeah, I think she'd be on the border. But yeah, I've been saying she's Ravenclaw just to have. I think she is. (laughs) I didn't intend it. You know. Yeah, but I would sort her as Ravenclaw. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. Well, thank you so much, Christine. Thank you, Christine. Okay, now let's read a comment from Apple Podcasts on iTunes. If you haven't done this yet, go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review and comment saying whatever you want about us, yourself, your favorite fandom, your Hogwarts house. 
whatever you want. And every week we're going to read one on the podcast and give someone a shout out. This one is from Addictive Gaming who says, I love you so much. I'm a Ravenclaw and it feels good to be in the Ravenclaw common room with you guys. I love both of your channels and I'm subscribed to both of you. Thank you so much for making this podcast. It is my life. I love you. Also, for a Ravenclaw riddle, my crush is a Gryffindor and I am a Ravenclaw. I want to tell him how I feel, but I also think he would be a better Ravenclaw. What should I do? So does that mean Wait, she I wishes they're a ra- they were they, he was a Ravenclaw. They say they're a Gryffindor, and they think they're wait. Uh, my crush is a Gryffindor, so I guess so. If it says my crush is a Gryffindor, uh, or do you wish they were a Ravenclaw? Maybe that they just wish that they were a Ravenclaw. It's just like wishful thinking. Like it's sometimes when you have like someone in your life that you want to date or that you are dating, and you're like, oh, I wish that they were like this, and then you're seeing like parts of their personality that aren't really there because you're just like really focusing on that sort of thing just just focus on who they are and what they give you don't worry so much about what house they're in have make sure they've taken the test and then just accept that answer well good luck give us an update yes (laughs) thank you for your comments again if you want make sure to review and comment on apple Podcasts. it really helps us out it helps people find the podcast and we really appreciate everyone who has left a comment so far make sure to go check out our fantastic geeks facebook group and find us on twitter at fantastic Fantastic Geeks. Links are in the description of this episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Radio.com, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this Ravenclaw episode <laughs> of Fantastic Geeks and where to find them. With Beyond Measure! Which is greatest treasure. You are a fantastic geek. Goodbye! <laughs> Hi guys, it's Brizzy with a little post-episode announcement because we totally forgot to let you know during the actual recording. But this is the last episode of this little chunk of season two of Fantastic Geeks. So we're going to take a break for just a few weeks, but we will be back in October with more fantastically geeky episodes. Lots of Star Wars, especially coming up with episode nine coming out in December. So there's so much to talk about. So be sure you stay subscribed, follow us on Twitter and everything to stay informed. We'll miss you, but we'll see you in a few weeks. You are a fantastic geek. Goodbye.